Herzlich willkommen, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. It's time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga and more. For that, we are joined by Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Some teams stepped up and give their all when they face Bayern Munich, Chris, and Gladbach has been the league's best example of this lately. Yeah, you know, that's a fact. Gladbach, when you look at how they finished last season, they were 10th, Bayern secured their 10th straight title, but Gladbach has been a side Julian Nagelsmann cannot defeat. Uh, Marcus Taram outpaced Upamecano in this particular match uh, to put Gladbach ahead. Upamecano just took a big whiff at the ball and leaving, you know, Nagelsmann on the sideline saying, wow, if you could read his lips, you know, and that wasn't the only gripe Nagelsmann had during that match. He was really upset about the officiating and all of this. But nonetheless, you know, Gladbach has been a side that's given Bayern problems. They booted them out of the German Cup, you know, in a horrific fashion last installment last season. And uh, this particular match, it looked like, you know, the way uh, Jan Zomer was playing between the posts. I mean, Borussia Mönchengladbach goalkeeper Jan Zomer is known to be a solid goalkeeper. But this particular match, he was outstanding. Bayern had over 30 shots, one goal. Zummer uh, set a new Bundesliga saves record with 19. You know, uh, you could see certain stretches, you know, during the match. Leroy Sané, he, he looked, you know, primed to score a goal. He was rejected a few times, as was uh, the new addition, Sadio Mane. Uh, you know, but uh, eventually Bayern cracked through, you know, late in the match. Leroy Sané found a way to uh, find the back of the net leaving Gladbach and Bayern, who were struggling to get a point, you know, with the point. But Gladbach, you have to give them a lot of credit. Uh, deservedly, Jan Zummer was named match day player of the match day, match day four. You know, and uh, he he commented after that performance and just said he understands what they're dealing with when they face a Bayern side. You know, you can't defend everything, but you have to work in a collective effort. And we saw that, you know, from Gladbach. They looked really good. And his teammates chimed in, calling him the best goalkeeper in the world. I think that's a shot at Manuel Neuer because typically he's regarded as such, you know, but it didn't look like that in this particular match. Gladbach are, uh, are doing very well right now. Gladbach sixth in the standings. They host Mainz next. That's a sixth and seventh battle. And uh, Bayern still holding on to that number one. Because of goal difference. I mean, they've been electric in front of goal. You would expect more results than just one goal when you look at how many shots they got, they put up, but it was not the case. And Bayern travel right here to Berlin to face Union uh, Berlin, a side that's second in the standings. So it's uh, a lot of interesting football ahead. Dortmund's Anthony Modest came through to help his new side to victory. Well, Anthony Modest, you know, he's a player, you know, forward I like. You know, he finishes, he, he you know, he, he finishes often with the head, and that's what we saw, you know, in this mis, uh, this most recent uh, outing. And uh, typically he celebrates in all sorts of electric ways. I mean, he's known to take the hat off former coaches and dance a little bit. But in this particular, you know, instance, he ran straight to the coach and embraced him. You know, Ed and Tessich, because he, he said he chimed in after and explained why he did that, because he said Ed and Tessich has been a major cheerleader for him to find his form and get things together, because one thing that Dortmund weren't proud of is the way they came in off their last performance. You know, giving up those goals in the last winning minutes of a match versus Werder Bremen did not give them the most confidence moving ahead. But Anthony Modest, to see him score, even though, you know, it was a tight match, I mean, you know, 1-0, it was enough to earn the three points, and that's all that matters. 
you know, obviously, you know, at the end of the day. But Anthony Modesto come through. I think it's important that he scores. You know, even the midfielder, Jude Bellingham, who's been uh, linked to various clubs in the Premier League, you know, he admitted that we weren't at our best again. You know, they're going to have to figure things out. You know, they got away with not being, you know, the better side because Hanta did start off that match, you know, brightly. Uh, maybe looking to take advantage of the way uh, the form Dortmund, you know, had uh, preceding that match in the last match. But it, it, we have to wait and see what kind of Dortmund we're going to get. They host Hoffenheim next. You know, I, I think there are a lot of expectations uh, relating to Dortmund. And one thing I did like, it's unrelated to the game, but related to Dortmund, Sebastian Alea came out to social media and sent a post. And um, just an update on him. He's clearly going through the medical process with his testicular cancer he's dealing with. He, he appears to have been going through some chemotherapy, you know, but he looks strong and uh, I wish him well. And, and I think when he ultimately does return, Dortmund is a completely different beast. But until then, Anthony Modest, it's nice to see him get on the score sheet. But the match of the match, they had to be Union Berlin, right, Chris? They put six goals past Schalke, leaving the capital club at the top of the table. Yeah, you know, that is true. Now, Schalke... Yeah, Schalke is a team that, you know, got promoted back. They're not a well-organized side. They're not a well-oiled machine the way Union Berlin is. Union Berlin is a side that's going to the Europa League. You know, they've been remarkable. They have not been defeated as of yet. And then the one-two punch I've been talking about before, Sabachu and Becker, struck again. Uh, Becker had a brace, as did Sven Michel, uh, had a brace as well, but you know, their coach after the match at the first three goals, it was a landslide victory, but the first three were somewhat lucky. You know, they took advantage. You know, Schalke, you know, they lack speed. They lack creativity. Uh, a lot of individual mistakes from this side. They're trying to figure things out. They're rebuilding. You can never forget that. And then to be up against the Union Berlin, it's not the, you know, the most even affair. Union Berlin looked really solid. And uh, since match day one, uh, Sabachu and Becca have looked good you know, as a pairing up front. And I think that that momentum will carry well, you know, when they face off with uh, Bayern Munich. They have the Europa League match as well, you know, but um, I think they need to be tested more. Obviously, you like to put up six goals. It looks really good on the score sheet. And you have to salute a side that does that. But, you know, just to bring them back to reality, they are facing Schalke, a side that has suffered their uh, bumps and bruises along the way. And, uh They've been doing well. This is their first real Bundesliga test, and uh, this was the result. They have a lot of work to do, the Royal Blue. But uh, salute to the Capital Club, hand, taking care of business, Union Berlin. Before I let you go, Chris, this year the Bundesliga will have five teams in the UEFA Champions League for the first time ever, and there are some interesting matchups. Yeah, there are some interesting matchups. I don't know if the football gods had this in mind, but in Group C, Bayern Munich face Barcelona. Why is that drama? Because Robert Lewandowski, of course, he's putting up numbers at Barcelona. And uh, Bayern Thomas Müller even sent a shout-out to Lewandowski on social media saying they're looking forward to it. Now, this particular drawing got a little reaction because Oliver Kahn, Bayern's CEO, kind of scoffed at the reaction because the last time these two sides met, Bayern dominated that meeting, those fixtures. But we have to wait and see, you know, what Robert Lewandowski has up his sleeve. Uh, that's one interesting drama field uh, fixture uh, people are waiting for. Another, you know, another former player, Alan Holland, now at Man City, just coming off a hat trick. He's going to be facing Dortmund in Group G. I don't think it's uh, a fair, you know, matchup. You're going to see a different Alan Holland, and I'm sure he's going to look to dominate his former club. That should be quite interesting. 
And then speaking of the five clubs, you know, Frankfurt, RB Leipzig, and Leverkusen all joined the list. The first time ever the Bundesliga has seen five clubs in the Champions League. Leipzig, they're in a group with Real Madrid, uh, the reigning champions. That should be interesting. But Christopher Ukuku is coming off a brace. He's sitting on four goals in their victory over Wolfsburg. So a lot of exciting football to look forward to. And I'll be here to give you all the highlights and updates as usual. Thank you very much for the Bundesliga update, Mr. Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Have a fantastic day further. Danke und auf Wiedersehen. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Aidan Hewitt and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Aidan Hewitt and Uli Presch. And graphics are provided by David Scullard.